I'd like to welcome you to another episode of Money Matters Top Tips for Success, where each and every day I bring on new business owners, entrepreneurs, and executives and have them share their top tips for success with you. My name is Adam Torres. You can follow me on Instagram at AskAdamTorres. Keep up with my book releases, book tour schedule, signings, all that other good stuff. Always love to connect with you there. And as always, if you'd like to apply to become a co-author of one of my upcoming books, just head on over to the website, MoneyMattersTopTips.com, and click on Become an Author to Apply. All right, so I have Stephen Chung on the line, and he's a solo practitioner tax attorney over in Cerritos, California, and he is also a weekly columnist over at AboveTheLaw.com. Stephen, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. So I'm excited to get more into what you're doing uh, as a tax attorney and how you're helping your clients. But before we do that, let's get a little bit further into your background. So how'd you get started in your career and in business? Well, um, I went to Whittier Law School over in Orange County. Um, actually, just closed a couple of years ago. And over there, I studied a variety of subjects. And then um, I really didn't find a subject that kind of fit in with me. And then um, after I graduated, um, I decided to apply to a master's in tax program over at Chapman University right next door. And then the strange thing was I was living in L.A. at the time. And I think about six weeks into the semester, I learned that Loyola Law School also had a program that was a lot closer to home. So after one semester, I transferred over there, and turned out I did really well over there grade-wise, so I think I found my calling in tax. So um, after I graduated, um, I worked for a few firms here and there, and then in 2009, I started my own practice where I help people resolve tax disputes. I also do some basic tax planning and also, in addition, I also help people with large student loans manage their student loan payments. And since then, um, thanks to thanks to good fortune, a lot of hard work, and uh, lots of sleepless nights, um, I have a pretty comfortable practice. I'm happy with it. That's awesome. Um, I love to hear the story of an entrepreneur kind of building. Um, after obviously your, your skill set, you're very um, you obviously had to go to school, get your credentials, all these things. But um, then working for some of the bigger firms, then going out on your own and uh, and and pulling it off and creating a comfortable practice that you that um, that you're happy with. So that being said, you know there's some other entrepreneurs out there that are listening to this that are maybe a little bit further behind in 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 their career. It doesn't have to be in law, but just as entrepreneurs. I mean, you're over eight years in at your law office. Um, that being said, um, we all learn from the ups, the downs, sideways, everything in between. If you could give uh, some advice to that that uh, that younger Stephen that was just uh, getting started that our younger listeners can benefit from, what kind of things would you tell that younger Stephen just getting started with his, his practice? Okay, well, something I want to tell my younger self, and I was actually thinking about this the last couple of months, is get an assistant as soon as possible. Um, a lot of people say, a lot of people say that you should get an assistant only when you can afford one. Uh, that's not necessarily true because as an entrepreneur, you need to spend a lot of time gathering um, customers or clients and things like that. You can't really do that and do the managerial duties at the same time. I mean, in the beginning, yes, you will be doing that, but once it gets to the point where um, you're pretty much good at what you do, you want to train someone to do it for you and then possibly automate everything so that you can focus more time on getting the clients and maybe having a free time for for yourself. So it's a it's a pretty good division of labor. And then um, I'm also I also counsel several small businesses, and what I would tell them is definitely to 
um, be aware of all the tax laws, uh, save some money for taxes. I mean, you'll be surprised some people who think they didn't make any money, but after all the after after they send me their financials, um, and then I, and then the CPA prepare the tax returns, it just they actually have to owe significant amount of amounts of money. So, and unfortunately, taxes are a big expense, are one of the biggest in a business. So you have to plan accordingly. Um, and then finally, uh, definitely uh, treat all of your clients um, with care and respect, um, particularly if you don't have a lot, at least in my line of work, I, I only have a, I don't have that many clients, so you want to treat everyone um, uh, with special care because they're going to be your best source of referrals and also, um, also online reviews are uh, getting more important now about. So yeah, I would. Um, I mean, I think uh, don't. Fo and finally, just don't focus on any gimmicks. I mean, I see a lot of people, uh, a lot of consultants. They say you have to do some gimmicky things. But I think that's more for later. Just stick with basically the fundamentals of starting your own business and maintaining one, uh, which is not that hard. And also, it's not going to cost you three thousand dollars. It's it's pretty much um, common sense. Okay, so that's why that's why I say. That's awesome. I love it. And I love that first one too. You're like getting assistant. That one hit home. I, I held off way too long for that. Once I did it, I'm like, ah, oh. now I'm up to my second one. And it may, I mean, it's just so much it's needed. Um, and I, for anybody out there that doesn't think it is, I mean, you just get so much more accomplished and without them and without their help, um, I couldn't do what I do. That's for sure. So I love when you said that it hit home, it just hit me right in the gut. I'm like, why wasn't I listening to you years ago? <laughs> that one hit me right in the gut. Thank you, Stephen. Um, <laughs> let's uh, let's switch it up a bit. I mean, you hinted towards it, and you told us a little bit. Let's go a little bit further. Um, tell us a little bit more about your practice and uh, and the type of clients you help, and um, the kind of areas that you like, um, the types of clients that you like working with. <clears throat> well, as I mentioned, I help people with uh, with tax issues. So basically, if they're under an IRS audit or if they're owing a, a big tax bill and they don't know what to do. Uh, there are there are programs that the government has to settle your debt for less than you owe, although it is not easy to do. I mean, you know, think about it. If, if somebody's owing you fifty thousand dollars and you have a fifty, and if they know that you have fifty thousand dollars in a bank account, I mean, they're going to want that. They're not going to want to settle. And in many ways, the IRS is like that. And I kind of say this because there's lots of um, there's lots of advertisements on radio shows saying that um, they can settle your tax debt for pennies on the dollar. Um, that's not necessarily true, so be wary of those companies. But anyway, um, I also do some basic tax planning for people who want to minimize their taxes or at least make sure they don't get hit with a surprise tax bill come this coming April. Uh, and then finally, um, something that also hits close to home, a lot of people these days are graduating with large student loan debt. Um, right now in the United States, the total student loan debt is about $1.6 trillion and it's growing. And it doesn't seem like the government's doing anything to try to contain that. So um, I advise some of these people that there are income-based repayment programs out there and also try to help them um, do what they can to manage their student loan debts and also tax debts at the same time. So those are my, those are usually my typical type of clients. And you mentioned uh, you work out of uh, Cerritos, California, correct? Uh, yes. Got it. 
Um, so if somebody uh, is listening to this and they do want more information about uh, working with you or having a conversation because um, maybe they have some issues that they want um, uh, resolved, um, what's the best way for them to reach out? Okay. Well, the easiest way to uh, reach out to me, they can uh, go to my website. Uh, it's even Chung, S-T-E-B-E-N-C-H-U-N-G dot E-I-Z, Boy Equal Zebra. Or um, they can look me up at AboveTheLaw.com, and then on the search bar, you can put Stephen Chung, and I write about tax issues, student loan issues, and if they have any questions, maybe one of my colleagues could have the answer that they're looking for. Um, if it does not, then uh, feel free to reach me on LinkedIn or on Twitter. My Twitter handle's at Stephen Chung, fairly simple. Or um, they can give me a call at my office. My office phone number is 818-925-4699. And let's uh, a little bit. Let's go a little bit further, actually, into your uh, AboveTheLaw.com. What you write over there. Um, I, I actually, um, I think it's unique that you're a weekly columnist and that you're putting out and, and doing a lot of writing there. Let's talk a little bit more about what are what are some of the things that they can uh, expect to get when they um, visit there to read your column. I'm sorry, they cannot expect what they can expect to uh, get when oh. they read your column. Mm -hmm. Oh, oh, I see. Well, what kind um, of, what kind of topic? Mm -hmm. Okay, well, generally, uh, they've been nice enough to give me free reign, over, so I write about a, a lot of things, but generally, I try to focus on uh, on student loans, on on taxes, and also, um, I also write about small firm, managing a small firm, and at least with my experiences. So even if they don't own a law firm, I do, I mean, I, I think they can, I think the readers can relate in some way, because talk about how to manage clients, um, how to control expenses, and basically how to avoid um, getting into getting into trouble with the customers and, and the law and things like that. So I think, um, I mean, those are, the, those are the types of things I write about on a regular basis. But um, I think in the, in the future, I think with tax season coming up, I'll, I'll be focusing more on, on tax issues the next couple of months. Awesome. Well, Stephen, really appreciate you uh, coming on the show today and sharing more about your background and uh, all the great work that you're doing over at your law office. And to the audience, as always, thank you for tuning in. Hope you got a lot of value out of this. If you did, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast, uh, leave me a review on the Apple iTunes Store, uh, do all those great things we do to support our podcasters. I really do appreciate it. And uh, Stephen, thanks again for coming on the show.